Hi, and welcome to the Lighthouse Church Podcast, where we're diving deeper into God's Word and doing our best to help encourage you in your walk with God. Thanks for joining us. But today we're going to talk about the great gifts, and we're going to start talking about it. But I'm going to need some help, and so I'm going to get Jackson and... and uh, and Josiah, look at him, he popped up like a little squirrel or something other. Okay, come on up here, guys, join me. Uh, because today I'm going to need some some volunteers to help me out. Now this is not rehearsed. These guys have no clue that they're part of this today. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have wore that crummy shirt up here. So, so <laughs> I'm just joking. So, uh, but they did beat Joja last night, didn't they? And pretty convincingly. So um, today I've got something that I want to share with these guys. I've got a McDonald's bag that we got this morning. Um, and I don't know, it's got, it's got some, something in it. It's got uh, an egg McMuffin wrapper. Um, and I don't know if it's got anything, anything y'all see anything else in there? No, nothing else. Okay, just that. So I have this for sale today for five bucks. You want to buy it? You're broke. Yeah. Of course, you're Alabama jersey. You're broke. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> just joking. I'm just, neither one of you? Okay, so do you, would you, in any form of the matter, do you think this is worth five bucks? Do you think it's worth anything? You think it's worth something? Do you? Like how much do you think it's worth? Three bucks? You think this is worth at least three bucks? Would y'all say that he is right? Three bucks? I mean, but look, I can take it and I can throw it around. You know, I can throw it against the wall, right? And I can take it and, and I could even like, you know, I can even kick it up in the air like that. I can, I can like stuff it down your shirt. I can do all these things, right? So this is, but w- what would you call this if you saw this laying there? What would you call that? Trash. trash. Right? What did everybody else, everybody else call that trash? Would anybody else be willing to offer me some money for this piece of trash? No, No, because if you saw that, a lot of you, most people in here would probably say, oh, look, trash. But then the teenagers in here would go, oh, look, trash. (laughs) No, is that wrong? I mean, I'm totally misrepresenting the teenagers in here. So I'm sorry. So so Scripture says this. Let's look at what Scripture says in Romans chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. We're going to read this, and because this kind of goes along with what we're talking about. Go ahead, throw that up. Verse, verse 7, it says, Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Now, what's a righteous person? Rich? A good, right? Righteous means right. Do you know any right people? Like, always right? Besides your mom? Everybody's always right, right? So that's how it works. Women are always right. So... Amanda says she's always right, and when she's wrong, she's not wrong. She's just changing her mind. That's all it is. So it says, though for a good person, so we're not talking about a perfect person anymore. We're talking about a good person. Someone might possibly dare to die. Possibly. Right? But then it goes on. It says this. Check this out. Watch this. Next verse, it says this. Yeah, so, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I look at that, I kind of think about this. A piece of trash. Would you agree? Sinner means that I'm probably not worth very much, would you say? 
not a lot of people that are going to give me a lot of attention. Not anybody that's going to definitely, definitely nobody that's going to be willing to lay their life down for me because I'm just a piece of trash, right? All right, so, but now, what if I showed you something, though, that might change your mind? So why would God do that for us? What if inside of here there was a piece of trash, too? But what if inside of that piece of trash there was... I offered to sell it to you for five bucks, and you were not willing to do it. It's like, it's like being on a game show, ain't it? So here's what's behind door number two. I'm just joking. So here's $100, and you want it? You get, no, I'm just kidding. You can't have it because Amanda brought it to me. She, I don't have any money. She brought it to me. I have to give it back to her. So now let's go back to this. Now... Is it just a piece of trash? Now, but for me and you, or for anybody else, they look at it and they see a piece of trash. But the problem is, is they don't see the value in it because they don't know what's inside of it. Would you agree? Good point. Thank you so much. Now, you guys can go sit down. I was hoping you guys wouldn't take me up on that offer. So I'm going to put this money right here, okay? So Because I might pull it back out. So, so here's, what, here's the thing is, this scripture... All week long, I've thought about this. And why would God send his own son in the world so that he could die? It was to demonstrate his love for us, me, because I am a sinner. That's what I'm good at. Anybody else good at it? I am so good at it. I mean, like, I had the shirt. If there was such a thing as the chief among sinners, like Paul said, I am the chief among them. I'm good at doing it. You know, so... Here we are, though. Why would he do that, though? Because we are valuable, not because we say we're valuable, not because I tell you you're valuable, but because God says that you are valuable. Listen to me. I can tell Charlie up here that he's valuable. That doesn't make him valuable. I could, I could, I could do all kinds of things, get the shirt that says, Charlie, Charlie is valuable. I could get posters and put them in his house and everything else. I could put post-it notes in his car. doesn't mean anything because my value, the value that I put on him is nowhere near what God has put on him because God says he's valuable. And see, a lot of us in here struggle with the fact that maybe we think that we are trash and the world looks at us as trash. The world looks at you as all sorts of things. But when God looks at you, he sees something different. And that's the reason why he was willing to take his only son and put him on a cross so that you could be okay, so that you could be saved. And so this is the gift exchange. God just gave you the greatest gift of all. All of mankind has the opportunity to take this gift because, let's be honest, we ain't nothing but trash. That's the truth. Now, I'm not trash anymore, but I was when God came to me because I wasn't righteous and it says that sometimes somebody would give their life for a righteous man, and then rarely would somebody give their life for a good man, but never would anybody give their life for a sinner, right? And so here God proves that to us. So let's say, though, let's move out of the trash thing into, let's say this morning, why don't you look at your neighbor and say, you are a piece of real estate. <laughs> All right? All right, so let's talk about this. Now, I'm not a real estate agent. 
and I don't claim to be the professional, but I do know a little bit, just because I've had a few transactions, is this. What determines your value? If you're a piece of real estate, what determines your value today? The appraiser comes by. There's several things that, that, that would, would determine your value. It's not just because somebody says it, but it's because somebody says it and somebody's willing to pay it. Did you hear me? Because just because I say that my house is worth $500,000, if somebody's not willing to pay it, then that means it's not worth it. Would you agree? For years, I've watched here in Hampton County, houses we looked at when we first moved here that were for sale. And we were like, that's way too much. They're asking for that. And so several years later, they're still sitting there empty, and they're still asking the same price. And I'm like, listen, I know, I know I'm not the professional, but I can guarantee you this. If it were a good deal, somebody would snatch it. But you're asking too much. So maybe the appraiser comes in and says the maybe the appraisal comes in too high and the buyer's not willing to buy it. And so anyway, so then there's this, the appraiser comes by. Let's say in your case, he walks around <laughs> this old rundown, rickety old house, right? He walks around and he determines the value of the house based on what he's seeing, right? And so let's say that he determines your value and then the buyer comes in and the buyer buys it. When the buyer buys it for the negotiated price, then the value of that place is determined. Is everybody with me? It's like for years ago, a man and I looked at the house that we were in and the guy had it for sale for $95,000. And I said, I don't think it's worth that. So I'll go to our real estate agent. Uh, and I said to him, uh, we're going to offer $75,000 for that. And he said, they'll get insulted. How many of you are concerned about insulting? I'm not concerned about it. This is a business transaction. This is not a personal thing against him. This is none of those things. And so I let him talk us out of it. So we kept praying. And God would not, that was the house. That was it. That was the only house. And we would go look at other houses and we're like, eh, eh. We've seen some good deals, eh. But it was like, no, that's the house. And I said, God, if that is your house that you want us to have, then it'll be sitting there empty when it comes down or whatever. Four months later, he come down $5,000 every month over the course of the next four months to the point that it's actually now listed for what it is that we wanted to buy it for to start with. Now, we go in and we say, we're not going to offer that. We're going to offer a much lower number. And he says, oh, they'll be offended. I said, listen to me. You work for me. You don't, you, I don't buy, you don't make money. That's how it works. <laughs> I said, you make the offer or you're fired. And I'll get that. I said it in a nice way. So he made the offer. We ended up getting it for way less than what we initially were going to get it for. You understand that? I did not see the value as being what it was sitting there for, so I was not willing to pay it. But the appraiser appraised it and said it was worth that, but in the market that we were in, which also determines the price. So y'all never thought about this spiritually, did you? So let's go back to, world, back to you. The world says, you're just an old bag. The world says, you're worth nothing. The devil says, you ain't worth the time. You ain't worth the effort. You're nothing but a screw-up in need of repair, but so far out of repair that you can't be fixed. But the world and the devil are not the ones who determine the value of who I am. 
but still yet I allow the world to tell me what I am valued at, and I believe it, and I walk around like a junk house when God has created something much greater because God is the one who determines my value. But if I listen to everybody else, if I listen to the devil, and sometimes the devil comes in the form of a family member. Sometimes the devil comes in the form of a friend. But the world and the devil don't get to determine my value. The appraiser does. Which, in this situation, God is the appraiser. God determined the value. The appraiser comes in, looks it over, and says, how much is it worth? And God looked on his creation, you and me, and he said that, you know, you may say, well, I've heard people say this before. Well, I wasn't living at the time that God sent his only son to die. Remember, last week I mentioned this, that God is not cornered by our calendars and by our clocks. God does not exist inside of our time. God exists outside of our time. So when he came and he gave Christ as his only son, and he, and he, he was born into a, a virgin, he was born from a virgin, and he grew up and he lived and all this stuff, and he, humility and all these things that he represented, and he loved so much and he sacrificed his son on the cross, and Jesus chose those things. Uh, that is the greatest act of love that we've ever known. And it's not, I, I should not even consider giving the devil an opportunity to tell, tell me what I'm worth, or anybody else for that matter. So God looked upon his creation, you individually, and appraised you at a value big enough that it would cost the life of his son that you're that valuable. Do y'all believe that today? If you don't know that, you're going to struggle the rest of your life. One of the greatest favors that I've ever done myself is to come under the understanding of the fact that God values me and that my value is so high that it cost God's only son to purchase me. I said, well, yeah, but that's you. That's not me. I used to say the same thing. Well, I'm not worth it. Even after I come to know Jesus, I still would say I'm not worth it. And you know what? I had to crush that mindset and crush that attitude out of me by reminding myself that I am. And that scripture says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. We get so caught up in that thinking that the world is everybody but me, but that's me. For God so loved Heidi, for God so loved James, for God so loved Scott, for God so loved Gracie, for God so loved, you know, that's personal. When all of a sudden one day I began reading that, for God so loved Brian, that he gave his only begotten son, that if I believe in him, I would not perish, but I would have everlasting life. I mean, you think about it, guys. I mean, we, we are so screwed up in this area and it's so sad because and some people will say, well, well, that's arrogant. That's cocky. No, it's confidence. There's a difference between arrogance, cockiness, and confidence. I'm confident that my value is great because God sent his only son. There was no one else that could afford me but him because the appraiser came in and said, my value is this. And the only one that could afford me was his own son. And it wasn't with money. It was with his life, which was worth more than money than any of those things. So here you are. An old wadded-up bag. The world has disowned you. The world has kicked you around. The, your friends have left you. People overlook you. No one sees the value. No one sees the potential. They just see an old piece of trash. But then someone says, someone, someone, somebody say this, but then, but y'all got to say it with some attitude, but then, but then, God, in the form of Jesus, stepped down into a world inside the womb of a teenage girl who had never had relations, 
<laughs> we had kids in here. I had to be careful. And gave birth to this young baby, this baby. Of course, all babies are young. Of Jesus Christ himself, God in the flesh, that he would step off the throne that he was on with angels, with perfection, that he would step off that throne. I wonder what it was like when Jesus left heaven to come and be born in a fleshly body. I wonder just sometimes if the angels might have even been a little bit down that day. I'm just saying. I don't know if you ever thought about it. But I want us to understand what he left because of the value of who we are, because the appraiser came in and said we were worth it. And so he did that. And listen, he did that not knowing whether you would receive the gift or not because he gave you the choice to choose whether you would or wouldn't. And so we have thousands and hundreds of thousands of people out here today that don't know the love and don't know the gift exchange that's been going on between God and humanity through his son Jesus. And we're trying to make it through life and we're trying to, 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 to gain status and we're getting degrees and everything else, you know, and, and, and everything, and, you know, and all these things. And things figure out that it doesn't add to our value at all when it comes. God died for us when we were nothing but trash. He placed that value on us when nobody else gave us a chance. When nobody was speaking anything good of us. When nobody was doing anything for us. Why? Why would God do that? Why would God do that? All for you. Because Romans 5 can be interpreted like this. And let's, let's put it back up there just again so that we can see this. I want, you to, I want us to read this version, but I want you to give you my version. Very rarely would anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. In the next verse it says, But then, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Here's my version. While you were an old wadded up, worthless bag that had been overlooked, the appraiser deemed you valuable, so valuable that there was only one that it could for you, the appraiser's son. It's almost like it's fixed. The appraiser went in and appraised it at such a value that only one could afford to buy you, and it was an inside deal. They might get arrested nowadays for that. Right? God set the price so high that he knew the devil couldn't afford to buy you. But the devil can persuade you that your value is not as great. And we could believe him because God gives us the free will to be able to do that. So the appraiser's son, though, fast forward, son showed up in the unlikeliest of vehicles. He didn't pull in on a Porsche. He didn't pull in on a white horse. He didn't pull in in some really nice F-250 diesel truck that's worth 100 grand. That would have been a cool thing for Jesus to come pulling in on. No, he come in through the vehicle of a virgin in the lowest of places. Because nobody would have thought that that would have been the case where God would have entered the world into humanity through his son. Nobody would. So the appraiser's prince, he showed up in a vehicle that nobody expected, in a place that nobody expected, and was raised in a place where nobody would have expected it. The lowliest of places. So 1 Peter 1, verses 18 and 19 says this, For you know... It says that it, is, it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. 
See, the appraiser set the value despite the market around you, and he said your worth was greater than anything around you. And so after setting it so high, the only one that could afford it, just to make sure that you get this, was his son, because his son was the only one who could afford to purchase you. And you know, the scripture says that you've been bought. Did you know that? That you've been bought with a price. And so, not with gold or silver, but with his very own life. And here's what happens. This is what I really love about this story. Is that the real estate, though it happened in this case, it happens in this case as well. When a house is appraised, and it sells for that price, then what happens to the market around it is it raises the price of everything around it. You see, why is it important for me to make sure that you know that your worth is as much as mine? Because I was appraised by the Father, and the Father seen that I was worthy enough to have his son, the only one that could afford me. He came in and bought me, and since he bought me, that means that you are also in the same market as me, which means that your value just went up too, because everything goes up when a house sells for a higher price. So what you need to do, the reason you came to church today, you need to know this, that you are not just trash, you are not just a has-been. The world may say one thing, but God redeemed me, and if God redeemed me at this value, that also means that you are just as valuable as what I am, because when I sold, your price went up. And so, but in comes this evil devil. He's a bad real estate agent. And he says, no, let's see if we can get this price back down because I don't need these prices up there so high. And the reason is because he can't afford any of it. So he tries to sway the market. He tries to convince everybody in the market that they should sell their houses for a lot less and kind of sink that market. And he's been doing an excellent job at what he's doing. But I believe that it's time for the church this Christmas... To get back to the point that we say, my value is too high to lower my limits to the, to the scumbag that the devil is. And I am not just a wadded up piece of trash. I may have been at one point, but what was inside of me was more valuable than what the world could see. Because what's inside of me is more complicated than what any world, anybody in this world can comprehend. Because now that Christ is in me, greater is he than that used to live in this trash dump because I'm much better now. I'm more valuable now. That is the big deal. And you know what, guys? 16 years old when I come to know Jesus, it took me 30 years to figure that out. 30 years to figure out that. And I pray that it don't take you that long because one of the greatest things that happened in my relationship was when I woke up one day and realized that no matter what I do, no matter what decision I make, no matter how stupid I can be sometimes, God is infuriously in love with me. And he sent his son to die for the stupid, idiot, trash bag that I was. And now that I'm not where I was, I know that I've been redeemed and my price is much greater than this world could ever offer. And I'm not for sale. I'm not for sale. And neither are you. Neither are you. So here we are still trying to figure out why, why God would have praised us so high because a lot of you are struggling with that. And then to beat all, why would Jesus even be willing to pay the price? As a matter of fact, I almost kind of look at it as the fact that God came in and appraised and Jesus came in and not just paid the price, but he actually upped the price 
Y'all with me? That's kind of the market that we're in right now in real estate is that you could pretty much put a, a, a can of pinto beans out and say it's a house. One bedroom, one bath out back. And somebody would buy it for like $10,000. So, I mean, it's amazing and stuff right now. And, but it all comes back to one thing. Why would God do such a thing? Remember what we just read several times, Romans 5, 8. God demonstrated his love, his own love, toward us. That in this, when we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Gosh, isn't that great? How would you like to have known that Christ would have been ready to die for you, but not until you were willing to not be a sinner anymore? In order for Christ to die for you, you were going to have to be good enough for him to die for you. Anybody would like to take a stab at when it would be that you would be good enough? Never. There's not one day of my life that I've been good enough to be worthy of a gift like God has given us through Jesus. Love. God demonstrated like never before his love for us. And while the world's seen us as broken down, wore out, he's seen the value of his own creation inside that broken down house. I have some funny interactions with people. There are some people <laughs> that really don't like me. And the, the people that don't like me are the people that are really religious. And I understand why they don't, because I rub them the wrong way. I had somebody recently come to me, and they said, uh, so I seen that video you and your boys made uh, there sometime back, and uh, yeah, it was funny. Do you uh, typically use worldly songs like that in your videos? I said, I don't know. Wow, what, what are you talking about? He's like, well, that's a ludicrous, ludicrous song. I said, well, you just educated me because I had no idea. But since we're on the subject, how was it that you knew? That's not what we came here to talk about. I've had that happen now over the last few months three times. Once from a middle-aged man and two from old ladies. Can't believe that you would listen to that. And you know, a lot of times I'll pick out a song not because it's a song that I like. Matter of fact, I'll go back a few weeks later listen to the whole song and kind of feel bad for actually using that song because there was a lot of things in that song afterward that I didn't know that existed. Now, come, the reason I share that is come back to this. They're trying to play something on me. They're trying to basically tell me that if I continue using that, that somehow I'm not a Christian and I'll lose my salvation. I believe that the price that Jesus paid is too great for me to make a mistake and to lose it. You see, that was the day that I really became free, was when I realized that it was not my goodness, it was not my perfections that drew Jesus to me. It was actually my sin that drew Jesus to me because I needed a Redeemer. And now that I'm not as bad as I was, I have these mental battles that say I'm doing wrong and I'm going to lose it if I'm not careful. And I have people that come to me and remind me that I'm going to lose it somehow. And then now, a few years ago, I realized that I can't do that based on a mistake that I made because there's no mistake that I could make that would lose that for me. Because once he did it, he did it. I'm, I mean, I'm really blessed. You know what, in here today, if you know Jesus, you're really blessed. 
You've got the greatest gift that you can ever receive through Jesus. Absolutely the greatest gift. And you know, I laugh at, at people for saying the things that they say. I think it's interesting to see how many people have no sense of humor. I think it's interesting to see that, that just like, for instance, one of the things that we did one night was make a video of when I walked into the boys' room and they were shooting Nerf guns at me. And it's interesting to me that somebody came and commented and said, this is completely staged, I can tell. You're kidding. I mean, because we got six different camera angles because we just typically have six cameras sitting in the room, you know, because I'm just going to, you know, it's accidentally stumble in the room. We keep them going, keep them recording, right? I'm like, duh, it's called a sense of humor. And just in case nobody knew, everything you see on TV just about is staged. Social media, staged. Viral videos, a lot of them staged. And you think, oh, man. You know, I, I love the fact that I can confidently walk now and know that my value is not based on somebody's opinion of me. I love it that my value is placed on one that appraised me and was willing to give his son to pay the price. So he sent his son to pay a price that no one else could afford for something that no one else even wanted. How much sense does this make, guys? He appraised you so high that nobody could afford you, but... To begin with, nobody even wanted you. And he appraised you for so high that everybody would laugh at the fact to know that the value that you were placed at. And then he sent his son to pay the price for something that somebody, nobody even wanted. Let me tell you something if you don't get this Christmas right now. You are loved. It don't make any sense. You may feel bad, you may be stressed, but let me tell you, when you want to relieve the stress, walk every day in knowing that God is absolutely, ridiculously in love with you. So much so that he appraised you for something the world couldn't afford, and you wasn't even worth it, but you were in his eyes because he seen what was in you. He seen who cre he created because you live in a world full of Adam and Eve's. A fallen world, but God sees who he's created you to be. I love that. You are loved beyond your comprehension today, and I want to pray for you because maybe today you don't realize how loved you are, and I want you to, I want you to, I want you to completely embrace that. If you don't get anything else this Christmas, man, I pray that you'll receive the gift of love. The gift of love come through Jesus on the cross. It's called salvation. It's the greatest thing that we could ever have. So, God, we thank you today for that son, for your son, Jesus. Thank you, God, for seeing in all of creation what even creation couldn't see. Thanks again for joining us for today's podcast. You can find out more about us at lhchampton.com. See you soon.